You're going to buy stuff online anyway. Support the podcast by going to TomBernardPodcast.com. Click on the Amazon banner on top. When you buy from Amazon through that banner, they give a small portion to the Tom Bernard Podcast. Thanks for supporting the show. Okay, you, are you ready to start, Louie? I'm ready. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast with Catherine Brandt, Alex Brandt-Bernard, Andy Brandt-Bernard, Tony Lee, and Sean Bernard. Tonight's special guest is Louie Anderson. I loved it. Louis, the timing of this couldn't be any better. Louis Anderson, our very, very special guest on the Tom Bernard Podcast.com. Uh, yesterday, uh, we had uh, Nick Swartzen on the show, the very first guest on the, on the podcast, and we were talking a lot about you, and he wanted me to pass along to you, in case you already haven't heard, that when he was in Boston shooting Grown Ups 2, he uh, didn't uh, imbibe for seven weeks, worked out every day, got in really great shape. He said, make sure Louie knows that, will you? And I said, yeah, I'll take care of that. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> well, so, you know, he's like a little brother, you know, so... No, I understand. You know, you want to, you want to, you know, you always want to, you know, you just don't, you just know that, you know, it's a, it's a crazy life when you're as popular as Nick is right now. He's probably one of the most popular comedy writers, actors, and movie makers. He's in the top 10, you know, especially with comedy. Absolutely. And um, that's got to be very alluring, you know. Oh, yeah. seduce a person right out of their life, so... Well, and you're a little bit I of just a worry, man. and I'm really glad he's taking care of himself, and I hope the movie's a big hit. Did you hear what Catherine just said to you? I said, you're, a, you're a little bit of a mother hen, which is why we love you. I am. I know. I am. There's nothing I wrong with that. Hen. That's why you're I mean, so you know, sweet. Way to I, be. I just, yeah, I'm very protective over the people I like, and uh, even strangers, I'll try to help them. Well, you help everybody. As a matter of fact, I want to mention... You right know, I want... You know, it's just... My mom was a, the caregiver of all... Maybe the the codependent, you know, mother hen of all time or care, I don't know, you know, the smother mother or whatever. <laughs> you know, she really did care about people. She did. You know? Well, yeah, but, I mean, you, you, you were... Know, moms, your mom, too, you know, she was all up in everybody's business, wasn't she? <laughs> Absolutely. She was more nosy than care. I have to mention up front. <laughs> oh, I think it always comes with that care, too, though. Louie, I will tell you one but, thing. We, you know... We, We've already picked up on the fact that 40% of our audience is not in Minnesota on this podcast. We're at about 10,000 listeners already. Is that correct? Yeah. We're about 10,000 listeners on the second day. And uh, so, therefore, a lot of people have been asking on uh, Twitter and on Facebook. uh, They've been very, very complimentary. They're very, very nice. Uh, They love listening to it. But what they want to do is meet the family. Uh, And I couldn't think of a better guy to have on because Louie Anderson and my mother were very, very close uh, I tell the story very quickly. My mother was an ardent Roman Catholic, and she had angel statues everywhere. And I mean everywhere, throughout her house. So you go over there, and it was like, you know, she had Jesus, JFK, and Dean Martin <laughs> pictures. You know, and that's Louis. what she had. And the, yeah, exactly. But she had, her, she had her angel statues, and in the middle of all the angel statues was a statue of Louis Anderson. <laughs> Was it the bobblehead? It was a bobblehead. Was it the bobblehead? Angel. Uh, I have that statue in my room, weirdly. 
Yeah, oh, we've you got have a bunch that? of Louis. Yeah. We have a bunch of Louis stuff. One time when he came over, he brought the bobblehead, a the watch, a bunch of sweatshirts. Yeah, you got to get rid of that stuff. No. <laughs> I wear, I wear you know, my t-shirt all the time and I get You buy it, you hope to sell it, but you end up giving it away. <laughs> now I've still got the watch. It's in no, mint I'm condition kidding, if anybody's looking for it. You know, I loved watch. your mom and I was an ardent Roman admirer, so it all worked <laughs> out. I loved it when uh, I'd call up grandma and she'd say, well... Louie's going to be over in a little bit, and uh, I'm making two dozen cookies for him, and I'm not even sure Tom knows that he's in town right now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you did. You visited her behind our backs, didn't yes. you? She Sneaky was the VIP visits. guest. Yeah, you know, it just, yeah, you know, I just, you know, my mom was no longer with me, so yeah. it was nice to have a mom I could visit, so it was always fun. And no doubt about that. Was, you know, she was a sweetheart, and I love her uh, still, and think about her often. No, nah, well, that's very nice to hear because I think about her every day. Still, it's it's pretty amazing. I uh, I remember the very first time that you were on the KQ Morning Show. We were out in Vegas, I believe. Well, you you had been on the show before, but uh, I didn't really know you all that well then. Uh, and you came, all of a sudden you showed up on uh, on the stage. It was at God. Where were we at? For Treasure Island, we're at Treasure Island Casino out in Vegas. Yeah, that was the first year. That was the first year, and you showed up with with about fifty. Krispy uh, Kreme donuts. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, that was a really fun thing. You know, Krispy Kreme I think had just opened here, and um, I said, "I'm, I can't go to this this uh, party without you know my form of booze." <laughs> and, um, donut. <laughs> <laughs> my form. Of Louis booze. got his twenty day chip on the, uh, the okay. donut the donut, donut chip. Yeah. I just keep eating it, and um, <laughs> they give me a chip, and I just eat it. It's just, That's a good plan. Tony Lee joined it. You remember Tony Lee from uh, the KQ Morning Show? Absolutely. Hi, Tony. Hi, Lou. It's funny you told that story. That's my strongest Louie memory as well, the very first yeah. uh, morning show broadcast in Vegas, because we were talking, and then all of a that sudden- That was a lot it, of fun, wasn't it? It was like the sea parted. You never see anybody sad when you're bringing in a box, like boxes of donuts. <laughs> people are just like- People are so happy, you know? I mean, they're just so, I don't know, it isn't that big of a deal. Do you know, like, um, when I've lived at different residences and there are doormen and, and front desk people, I when I come home from work occasionally, I'll stop and get maybe some fast food. And I always say, give me uh, 10 burgers and 10 fries and put them in a separate bag. <laughs> and I yep. drop... I drop them off at the front desk. And I just think, you know, I've worked those jobs where you're there all night and you don't and you don't plan you think, Oh, I should eat something and then there's and to get a treat like that, always to me, that somebody thought of me. I think it's all about thinking of people. You know, I'm kind of a you know, a person who believes that the most important thing is to think of someone. Yeah. Because people you know, they forget about people. And so I think it's really important to just say, hey, I was thinking about you, and here's your burger, and can you put my car away? Now, Louis, I, <laughs> I, I, I have to tell you very quickly that uh, at this point of the uh, interview, last night with Nick Swartzen, um, you're doing well because so far he had dropped the F-bomb about 55 times. <laughs> this far along. Oh, had he? Oh, my God. So <laughs> many times. Was that hello? 
He was, I was on fire. Crying. I had to mute my mic. He was on fire. Like he was so wonderful. Offended. Did a great, great job. Though Nick is a wonderful guest. Anyway, one thing I want to I want to bring up to you is some of the comments that we got about the show last night uh, with Nick and people know that you're on. Paul Mercurio's on. I talk about you know. There's one woman said I don't know about all the name dropping. It's like you have to understand something that the, that my kids grew up around all you guys. I mean, they've known you since they were yeah. little tiny children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So talking about all these different people, you know, we talked about Vince Vaughn last night and when Alex met Vince Vaughn for the first time. But it's not really name drop. It's how they grew up. And also, you know, Nick coming on and dropping the F-bomb and all that stuff. And I threw a couple out there to make him comfortable. But <laughs> my, when you grow up around showbiz people, like, you know, you and Nick and I could go down the entire list, but that's how people talk. I mean, it just is. And you guys, yeah, you know, this is our fam. This is a family. I mean, this is. Uh, it's a different. You know, we're circus folks with regular places to live. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's a great. No tents. That is a good line. Yeah, no tents. You know, but we really are. You know, I'm telling you, people in show business, it's a brotherhood. You know, it's a. It's like an. It's like a. It's a family. What I can say is this. It's a family. And especially around comedy and especially around, you know, like people don't understand. Almost all comedy careers started out on the radio, not on television. Yeah. This was our real, I mean, that's what built my career. Early radio in all the cities. I was popular in a lot of cities that I had never really done any TV up till right you know in kansas city and st louis and minneapolis and chicago and denver i found out who had the top radio show and i would go on that and that is the family you start building and comics and and radio people very connected you know um and it's like you know the club scene we're all it really is like a gypsy thing you know we're all we all know each other uh we all know someone who knows someone and yeah, like your kids and I, I, I've known those guys. You know, I don't know how many years it is now, but and Catherine and for you know we're time. all. It's elementary. I mean, school, for sure. I, I don't remember. know about the name dropping. We're just talking about people we know, so it isn't right. really name dropping to us. Well, I think it's I'm that very guy fancy. that we know. It's like a brother. It's like a you know friend. No, no question about that. I just uh, we're also. You know how the radio show is at KQRS. There, there's nothing behind the scenes, and this we're working on the audio as well because uh, you know we want to make sure everybody's levels good and everybody's you know happy with it. Because they said you know some kind of. So before we go to the interview with Louie, Catherine says to me, "Tom, are you clipping? Which means are you overmodulating? Are you talking too loud? Is what that's what that means? Would you learn that lingo? Yeah, where'd you I, learn that? In yeah, the okay. last twenty four hours, I've learned mm-hmm. a check more out than I've ever wanted lingo. to know about audio. Situation. Tony's tweaking. <laughs> Tom <laughs> is clipping. <laughs> yes, there you go. Um, but in any case, so Catherine says, "Tom, are you clipping?" And Louis says, "Well, aren't you always clipping?" Here's a guy, by the way, when he talks to my wife, he talks to my wife all the time, and I don't know how many times you guys talk, you don't tell me about it. He's been ignoring me lately. He says, have you been ignoring Catherine lately? <laughs> Louis, jeez. No, I, He's been Catherine busy. is like turned into kind of a busier person than ever, as far as I'm concerned. That's I true. am. I'm am I wrong, busy, Catherine? Very popular. You're right. I am. social I'm busy. calendar. But that's okay. I like yeah, it's like... You know, you used to be able to get a hold of her, but now you get that, you know, that message, can't, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be bothered. So I learned, oh, God, this is probably 20 years ago. 
probably that long ago. Uh, Louis talking to Catherine, and I come into the room, and while he's talking, I, I hear Louis say as I walk in the room, "Well, Catherine, you know Tom is very self-involved." I'm like, "Thanks, thanks a lot." <laughs> no, in your defense, Louis, you said we're all—all all of us in the business are a little, a little self-involved, and I said, "A little." I'm. I'm laying in front of a mirror right now. <laughs> Uh-oh. Is it on the ceiling? <laughs> no, I don't like that view. Um, well, it's a good view for us, man. It just shows my right side. I don't want to see the whole thing. Now let's talk about you. How um, many years in Vegas? No, but you, know, the, you know, the great thing about, you know what I love about doing this podcast is this is like a different Tom. Um, right. and, yeah. and I love that, you know, you have your whole family because I don't think, I don't know anybody who does this. This uh, no. This having their family on. I love the idea. It's kind of like uh, it's the show after the show. Yeah, so that's what that's what I was really looking forward to. You know, the last time I saw you, I think it was at was it what what holiday was it? There was lots of food. Was it? <laughs> was it? We had brunch was... with my boyfriend Dan and his brother Mike. No, oh yeah, that was that. But I mean, at your house, Alex. Uh, Where, what, what was oh, the that was uh, Christmas Eve. Weren't you here Christmas, Christmas Eve? Eve? Oh yeah, it was Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Yep. Look at you confuse yeah. that oh. holiday. <laughs> hey, that's a Jew telling you when Christmas we Eve. We have is. a lot of big do's around here. <laughs> yeah, well, we had I, we have so much fun over there, and it's always so welcoming, and the family's always very welcoming, and I I love the idea of doing a podcast with you guys, and what is Andy's role? Because I have not even heard him yet. Yeah, Andy. I'm adjusting the levels so everyone sounds good. And he adds the... Oh, keep adjusting. Andy. The dry... Can I tell my Andy story about the time I called? I'd love to hear I it. I called the house, and oh, yeah. Andy answers. I go, hi, it's Louie. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was just the most... I think it's Andy's way of saying, yeah, it's you. Yeah, but I'm a little apathetic in my defense. Like, hey, Andy, it's Louie. Uh, <laughs> it was just like, you couldn't be bothered. But it's really just you, right, Andy? It yeah, isn't that you really much. like that. Cause... Well, when we go out to dinner and stuff, if we say, how do you like the food? And he says, it's okay. That's like somebody saying, that's it's as good great. As I Their go. mind is blown if he's just a little life. happy. Everybody yeah. else's mind is blown. Yeah. Because because you know, one of my great joys was to introduce Andy those things, those two things. Oh yeah, the oh jeez, um, you, you still that? use them? Oh yeah, what two things? What are that's they? my favorite thing. The little floss. That's the secret no. to get to the heart of who Andy is. Bring him a dental or any kind of hygiene thing. Happy birthday! Here's some Q-tips. Oh, Louis <laughs> yeah, figured yeah. him out fast. How did you figure him out so fast? I'm still trying to figure him out. Well, because you know, I said this guy is concerned about his hygiene, <laughs> and I can tell. even though I am not necessarily concerned, I do like these little things for your teeth. But yeah, it was really fun. And Alex, um, you know, she's she's the greatest. I love Alex. She doesn't care about her hygiene. No, I could not care less. <laughs> I haven't showered in a week. Louie, I got to tell you, last night on the show, everybody's, you know, talking and, you know, everybody's having a great time, all the rest of it. And Catherine says, um, this is a family, you know, we're all together. We like working together. We like being together, we're sitting around watching The Soup or whatever show. K.P. Anderson's going to be on on Monday, by the way. Should mention that. 
uh, the executive producer and the head writer of the soup. But we, that's what we do. So that's what the the idea hit was watching the soup. It's like, we should someday do a, po- a podcast together. I said, well, let's get Tony Lee back. I haven't worked with him in 12 years. That would be wonderful. You know, it just, the whole idea really appeal, appealed to me because, like you said, th- this is who I am. You know, it's not, yeah. not, not that I'm some fake guy on the radio or whatever, but it's a, just a, a whole different deal, uh, talking to friends and, and just having a great time with this whole situation and working with great people. But I, I, that's why I said having you on tonight is very, it's, it's perfect because you, the people want to know, I guess it's like watching a new reality show. You want to get to know who the people yeah. all are. And you could single out everybody and say this about them, that about them. So last night, Catherine said, we're all working together and we're all happy and it's a wonderful thing. And Andy said, I didn't want to be on it. Help me. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Now, what I think you should do is a cartoon, have a cartoonist or somebody who does those caricatures come in and do the whole family sitting around the podcast, oh, and that should be your cover. With giant heads trip. and noses. That's always pleasant. Someone once told well, me I was a living, breathing caricature. <laughs> that is not very nice. <laughs> you have big, big eyes. Oh, that's maybe why. Maybe that's and meant you, you have a like giant art. head. <laughs> you have and a crazy face. Large eyes. <laughs> FYI, in case you're wondering. Yeah. Okay. For I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring that up. Uh, to a point like that. <laughs> Somebody sure. really said that. Yeah, it was at Valley Fair. I remember he was a caricaturist. Anyway, but yeah, I was getting one done, and he was like, "You're a living, breathing caricaturist." He was hitting on you. Yeah, oh, honey, oh. I think that might have been one of yeah, I was like, I, think ele- was I was it. eleven, so I hope not. I like to draw your nose. Oh, oh well, very good. let's rewind that. Now let's cross our fingers. That's not what it was. So, Louis, how many years you been yeah. in Vegas now? Stand up. What? I didn't hear what you no, asked. No. How many years oh, was? I thought you could have called me Santa. <laughs> Santa? <laughs> Santa? Santa? Look, I know I need to lose some weight, but for what Christ's sake. What am I doing, sake. Santa? <laughs> I want case. the iPhone 9. <laughs> Very good. With some donuts. Every time I buy an iPhone, mm-hmm. there's a new one in three months. Oh, and yeah. they always say it at the end of the reason when I'm hooking the phone up. In three months... The nine will be out. What? Why am I getting this? That's very true. Well, you wanted a new phone. Well, I would have waited more three more months. Yeah. You know, it's always that thing. It is always that. Have thing. you ever been over to the Genius Bar? Oh, over we there? were just there. I live there. At the Apple Store. Yeah, absolutely. I love that they call it a Genius Bar, and you just go in there and go, "You guys are just nerds." <laughs> <laughs> That's all you are. But the nerds concept, have become the new thing. The They're concept the new, is most genius. Most powerful person. Well, I've always wondered, people are like, oh, what do you do for work? And they just go, I'm a genius. That's always strange to me. <laughs> yeah, I love that kind of thing. Hey, Tom, what did you ask me? How many years what? Yeah, how, how many years you've been in Vegas now? Oh, Vegas, seven years, but it seems like wow. 14. You were supposed to go, <laughs> seven years, Santa, and I was going to go, what's a good little boy? But no, Stan- I always was offered. They always wanted me to play Santa. Do you want to play Santa? And oh. I go, no, I do not want to play Santa. <laughs> You'd hate that. I want to play yeah, the devil. Be- Let me play the devil. Oh. <laughs> I guess you playing the devil. That'd um, be good. But I don't want to play Santa. They always make fat guys play the... Louis will play the Santa. <laughs> Have a thin guy play Santa. It's always funnier to me. Oh, and those little smelly kids on your lap. Like, 
That's kind of negative. <laughs> <It was> Catholic. <laughs> Catholic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of Santas are smelly. Oh, those little smelly kids on your lap. That's oh, Andy, I can children. see where you got the whole hygiene thing. No? <laughs> it's the sense of smell I inherited. Yeah, exactly. Runs the family. Like a hound dog. That's exactly right. Uh, you know, you now, know what, can uh, I ask a couple questions about Nick? Absolutely. And where did he make the movie? In Boston? In Boston, yep. Yeah, he was oh, he must have months. had a lot of fun. I'm glad. He yeah. said it was fun and for eight it, days. And is it a movie with Sandler or is one he wrote? Uh, he was the co-writer on it. I think he was the producer, co-writer, started in along. He took Rob Schneider's spot. It's Grown Ups 2, and Rob Schneider was doing a TV show, and he, he didn't want to be in the movie or couldn't be in the movie. So Nick took his spot, and uh, I believe oh, Colin... Oh, Grown Ups 2. I yeah, get it. Yes. I believe Colin okay, Quinn. Okay, now I put it together. Bunch of different good, really, really good people. But no, he said he you got. You know, Nick. Go ahead. Nick said he was writing a movie about the Winter Carnival. Right. Last. Really? So I'm hoping that he's going to continue to work on that because that would be so much fun. I mean, the St. Paul to Winter do Carnival? a movie about the Winter Carnival. Finding the Medallion Three. <laughs> yeah, that'd be huge. Yeah, we used to go out and look for that Winter Carnival medallion in the freezing cold. And I remember it to be. I remember it to be kind of a drag, but yet one of the high points of my life in one sense because of how much fun it was sitting around and trying to decipher those clues. They never made sense. They were impossible to decipher. Yeah, they never make sense. Look up in the sky and then down in the gully. (laughs) Turn around three times. You're a dumb molly. Uh, it's over like by the fairgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, someone would always say that they found it at the fairgrounds. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's uh, the St. Paul Pioneer Press newspaper is what Louie and Tony are talking about. They pu- they publish clues every year. The carnival is in what the first week in February. I have no idea. <laughs> well, thanks what for that. Snowing. Well, because in Minnesota, the winter carnival could be anywhere from September through July. Yeah, right. right. Have a big <laughs> that is called the winter. That is the winter carnival. <laughs> it is every year the wonderful winter carnival. So now you're coming back to town. I want to. We should we should talk about where you're going to be appearing in uh, Minnesota when you come back. Uh, well, I'm going to be um, Saturday night. I'm going to be up in uh, in Ham Lake at Scott Hansen's doing a show. Right. And then in September, I'm coming in uh, to do. A bunch of show. The first of September, I'm being Cross Lake. Let's see, and then I'm in. Oh, I can't remember. We well, can go to uh, comedygallery.com. I think it's all on there. Scott has it. I'm doing it with Scott. We're doing VFWs. You know, VFWs all over the country are suffering because of you know a lot of the a lot of them are uh, you know it's kind of like I'm, and maybe it's uh, passe to a lot of people. But all but, veterans um, form wars, yeah. You know, there's a lot of uh, veterans, and we're trying to get people to support the VFW to come in and buy, have see a show, buy some drinks, get some food to help support and keep those VFWs going for the uh, veterans of foreign wars that still, you know, come there. Well, it's a great idea, and make so sure we're you're doing all VFWs. We're doing like five or six or seven VFWs around Minnesota. Oh, there's nothing better than a VFW fish fry or bingo. <laughs> it's you know, it's so. T- I love VFWs, yes. like their burgers or Sloppy Joes. They're always, you hardly ever can find a Sloppy Joe. And <laughs> oh, 
Not the Elementary people like it. Elementary school cafeteria and FAFW. So I'm going to be performing at those, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I, um, I'm going to be at Ham Lake on, uh, like I said, Saturday, and then, uh, yeah. You're not talking about this. uh, You're not talking about this. What? You're not talking about this Saturday, are you? Yeah, this Saturday I am. Oh, because we want when when this Saturday at the VFW. How long are you in town for, (laughs) Louis? I'm in town until Tuesday or Wednesday, and then uh, I come back the first. I go, I go there, and then Tuesday or Wednesday I come back. So I'm there the 18th through the 22nd. Okay. And um, I've got a. A, a corporate event on Tuesday. I know we talked about doing uh, in in studio podcast at some point. Yeah, yeah if absolutely. you can come in, that would be great. I'd love to do it. Wear a Santa suit. Am I boring <laughs> today? Though I keep feeling like I'm boring today. No, you're not boring at all. Everything oh, okay, good. Because you know, in podcast, you can't tell if you're boring or not. Well, podcast, I, like, like I said, this is kind of a reality. It's just conversation, and up. Matter of fact, people a lot of people said that's what they really liked about the first episode was that it was very conversational. It's just you know a bunch of people talking to someone they've known for a long time, and you know uh, Nick was wonderful. Uh, he's a great storyteller. Yeah, he's. Well, you know, Nick is a really good storyteller. I um, I remember I think the first time I worked with Nick was on the comedy showcase. We were taping him on the pier in Santa Monica at a little club Lenny Bruce had played in, like. Wow, you know, in the fifties, and we did these, and so like uh, Nick Schwartzman was on, uh, Mitch Hedberg ran right after Saturday Night Live. I did it for three seasons. Yeah, I remember and that. It was really a lot of fun. I was the host of that. It was so much fun. You should still be the host of the Family Feud, by the way. That thing is a disaster. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, it really fell apart. I didn't even. Well, know I think on. Steve Harvey has a groove going on it though that's really working. Um, I haven't watched it much, but. Every the woman who booked the family feud, you know, the person who made the decision, right, always wanted to change the host every three years. Of course, I didn't know that when I took the job, right. But every three years, they have changed the host. She likes to keep it fresh, or maybe, I don't know. I don't really know why she did it. But anyways, every three years, well, I had the most fun doing that. That was a, one of the best jobs of all time. That's well, probably when you'd start demanding a lot of money. Nope. Oh! That would be my guess. Well, I had a in, I had a contract much like yeah. Tom's that goes up every year, no matter what. Maybe three dollars. Um, <laughs> I did really have a contract that went up every year, and by the fourth year, it would have been quite costly for them to to do it. But oh. I think they wanted the change. I don't think it was about the money. I I know no one's beat my rating. They haven't. They haven't beat my ratings. You know, there are little things in life you get some joy out of. Yeah, i got to be honest with you. Uh, that logic makes no sense to me because that goddamn Wheel of Fortune in Jeopardy, the total disaster. <laughs> yeah, <right>. exactly. <laughs> what? No one ever watches those. Right? Lou, you did such a great job with, uh, you know, just the improv on the fly with that. Do you ever see yourself doing a show where you're constantly intervie- interviewing uh, new people, an interview-style t- uh, show like that? Well, you know, um, funny you should say that. Uh-oh. Mike Endersky, a friend of Abraham's out of New York, um, and Abraham is a guy we do a lot of business together, we, and Tom and Catherine know Abraham very well. And um, he, his friend, Mike Endersky, wrote a comedy uh, game show called Punchline that he brought to me, and we worked on it, and we tried it out here in the uh, at the showroom in Vegas, and it has now been optioned 
by a, a production company, and as soon as the contract's done, we're going to take it out to the networks and uh, the game show network and all the all the different uh, powers that be. And uh, so it's a really funny idea about uh, that thing where we can all. It's all about comics, and it's all about interviewing people and doing jokes. That That's might great. be my new job. That'll be a good three years. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, three years nowadays, that's a long time to be on yeah, TV. True. Well, that's a fact. And now, why don't those, like Colin Quinn's Tough Crowd was a wonderful show. Oh, God, it I love that show. It was yeah. a phenomenal show. Uh, and then who just had one? Uh, Paul Provenza just had one that was it. The, the Oh, The Green Room? The Green Room, there you go. Now, did that get canceled? Oh, that was a terrific show, but it was, yeah, that was really a fascinating show to me. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was did yeah, you enjoy that? I did, because it's the first time I would I would have seen, well, I, I shouldn't say first time, but you would see people on there like Mark Marin uh, teamed up with, you know, uh, all these different, really, really different kinds like, of comedy. Yeah, you'd, you'd have all the different, you'd have three completely different comedians, yeah, right, like Kathleen Madigan, Mark Marin, and... That young kid, Bob uh, Burnham, man. Bo Burnham. Oh yeah, he's fantastic. Did you ever hear what uh, Ray Romano was on there with Bo Burnham? And so Paul Provenza asked Bo Burnham to go to the piano, and that's what Bo Burnham does, right? So as he stands up, Ray Romano leans over and he goes, "Oh great, a fucking prop comic." <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I love about that stuff. It's just wonderful. Wonderful stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, there's nobody meaner or nicer than comics, so it, it was a fun show to watch, you know. Yes, it was. You, um, did you watch the Roseanne Roast? I have watched Roseanne Roast. I was kind of surprised you weren't on that, but you're not, you don't really like roasting people, do you? I don't, but I wasn't asked, which was really, like, a you know, surprise to me, but, um, you know, like, I don't have anything against Comedy Central, because I certainly love to be on there, mm -hmm. but... If you notice, most of the people that are on those roasts have specials coming up. Oh. Yeah, that's like true. Like three of those, three of the main roasters also had specials airing, air debuting this the next few weeks. So I think that's how they work it. But I love that Tom Arnold showed up. I thought that was a, <laughs> a very fun and really good thing in some weird way. You know, I, yeah. I, it was like there was almost like a, I'm not going to say there was, you know they made up but there was a hey you know thanks for coming by you know gave him a chance to acknowledge the good things that Roseanne had done for him yeah and I just I, mean, I really thought that was good and of course I just love seeing Gilbert Gottfried on Roast oh god Gilbert, uh, Gilbert is going to be here next week you should have him on your podcast sometime oh you know I don't what know if you're a fan of Gilbert maybe oh, you're not yeah, I love great. Gilbert Gilbert matter of fact one time the last time that Gilbert was in studio at KQRS Mike Gelfand was still on the show and we'll have Mike Mike Gelfand's going to be our special guest next Wednesday on this podcast as a matter of fact because he retired from radio but Gilbert had hurt his back and the only guy in the room smaller than Gelfand is Gilbert Gottfried right and he hurt his back right. so that entire morning okay. Mike Gelfand was wheeling Gilbert Gottfried around in this little push chair it was hilarious could you push me just a little faster it was oh, it was wonderful no but Gilbert yeah we should yeah, absolutely get Gilbert, Gilbert and I go to the dollar store together when he's here. You know what? I, Little trip. I gotta, I gotta call Little it a favorite. Trip. We got it. Would you mention to Gilbert that he should come on the podcast? Absolutely. Yeah. 
And it's really true that he calls me and I take him to the dollar store and we have so much fun. Well, you know, I heard that from other guys as well, that, that you're the only person they know that goes around to these flea markets in a limousine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Louie's podcast right there. It's a dollar store with Louie and he takes in different guests and goes around to the dollar store. Be a good thing. Kind of well, we pitched it as a show, but they didn't like it. Oh, well, they're idiots. We, I really wanted to do a show with Gilbert where we went around the country to different dollar stores. You know, television, you're, you're in or you're out. Yeah. And you just have to have find the right thing to get in. You know, you have to be, almost be like jumped in a gang, you know. Oh, here's um, Mr. Gang reference here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now Louis is getting There's hardcore. There's a lot of them I wish that would go out already. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean. Like, don't you turn on TV sometimes and go, oh, my God. All How the did time. that guy yeah. get a show? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, all you the time. Guess what show I just told my publicist to try to get me on? What? Billy hand fishing. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, that would be great. I cannot believe how much I want to do that. Right. I know it sounds insane, uh-huh. but I just want to go and I just want to do it. I know it's crazy. I don't even know why. You see what it it's, feels I like. I need more B twelve. I think it's a deficiency or something. That's the one where they I'm try gonna, to catch carp with their hands. Yeah, they yeah they you put your hand arm. in these holes where yeah. the carp live in these un, against the river there, <sighs> and then they bite onto them, and you pull the carp out. Okay, I've never seen yeah, the show, but I've, I've seen the promos, and there's kind of all these gnarly-looking guys. It looks so much fun. It <laughs> oh, does. Yeah. I know it, it probably... I just want to do it. I don't know why. It's called Noodling. And then I was watching the Storage Wars one night, and I was positive that my stuff was being auctioned off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding you. I called my manager, and I said, did I ever live in Cerritos? (laughs) Oh, my God. I'd love to see you on the show Hoarders just as a special guest going in to talk to people. What the hell? You could be the therapist. Listen, I can't watch that Hoarders show anymore. I know. Well, I, I, I get too sad, don't you? Really, get I, sad. Yeah. I get so sad. At first I was fascinated. I just want to say to them, at what point, like when the aisles are gone from the house, isn't that the time <laughs> to, to whatever relative you have? You know, it's like, in- when did they just say they were, do you think people just throw their hands up yes. and say that's enough? Yes, I can't do nothing about it? Is that what happens there? Because I just don't get it. Like, my mom was a bit of a pack rat, but we had aisles at least. <laughs> you get around. You know, I should mention that, that Louie has been tremendously helpful in setting up this podcast, come up with some great ideas. Uh, when Louie does do an in-studio show, it has a name, but I can't really say the name of it yet. It, it, it's going to be on a specific topic, and it has to do with the fact that Louie uh, doesn't work blue in his act, but yet he talks like a human being, like every other human being. And that's kind of going to be like the. Yeah, well, fuck. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he does cuss. No, I knew I'm it. Doesn't even sound right out of me, does it? No, it doesn't. No, not at all. I did tell a story about going into the restaurant where you and I were the only ones in there. I told it on last night's podcast, but there was no one else in this cavernous restaurant. And you said, "Is this a fucking shining?" <laughs> 
<laughs> so sorry for repeating the joke. You know, joke. it's a bad sign when the restaurant is completely empty. It's probably a good thing to turn around and get out of there. But I, I have to tell you, honestly, Matt Paxton from Hoarders has been tremendously helpful. Sean, you could probably talk more about that than I, but he has been tremendously helpful in setting up this podcast. He actually was the creator of the show. He's going to be on uh, the podcast here in a few weeks. Wonderful. I think we'll have him on the next oh, couple that's of weeks. Great. But he's just a great guy. Hey, do you, when he's on the show, will you ask him what people they reject? Do people call and go, <laughs> I've got I a man even... who's a hoarder. That is a great and question. And they come up and go, this isn't uh, bad enough. This <laughs> is... Uh... <laughs> You can make it into your bathroom. Is, You're not I, a true We can't order. do it. This is, you don't have any problems compared to, <laughs> you know. Matt told me a story the other day. That wonder I wonder that, you know. He told me a story the other day. That and hasn't repeat. it spurred off to, like, animal hoarders now? There's an animal Yeah, there's hoarder. an animal hoarders where people have, like, 70 cats yeah. and yes. stuff. That's Those weird. are the worst ones, too, because garbage, regular yeah. garbage that you throw away doesn't, like, you know, pee on your floor and everything. <laughs> yeah, Sean, you had a story about Matt. It's, like, so weird. Oh, the I was television's just changed so much. I mean, um, you know, I love all those dumb reality shows. I mean, you know, not I just go in streaks on them, but Storage Wars was really fun, and the hillbilly hand fishing really made me laugh also. Well, it should. There's no question. But uh, but thank you very much to you because you've been so helpful on the phone with Catherine and pointing out. And, you know, we ask everybody on that comes on the show, like, uh who we should have on. People have been great. Andy Kindler's going to be on. I mean, I can go down a long list of people who are going to be on the show. Just Bobcat Goldthwait actually texted me from uh, from Australia to say, yeah, I'd love to do the podcast. I mean, but who do you wow, think? Wow, that's really nice. That is really. But Gilbert is a great a great suggestion. Uh, I just yeah. try to come down, you know, because you know, I don't want to be calling everybody up and bothering everybody with the whole deal, but the, the people, all you guys responded very, very well. And so, yeah, I mean, Gilbert is a great suggestion. Last time you Gilbert, know. I don't know this is not the last time he was on, but a few times uh, ago when he was on the KQ Morning Show with us. So Gilbert's telling jokes and he's killing it, and we're just laughing and having a ball. And then an unidentified person said to him, "Could you do the Aflac duck voice for me?" Oh, oh, no. And he actually said, "Yes, because that's so different from my real voice." <laughs> 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 I came. I didn't you know, even know uh, I could do Gilbert's it. a really wonderful person. With a really sweet wife, Dara, and uh, kids, and he's really a good father and just a wonderful human being. Like Gilbert is one of the nicest people uh, in the world. Honest to God, just a sweetheart. After I you. just love Gilbert. After you, though. Well, that's very nice of you. <laughs> you know who else would be good? There's a lot of Vegas people like. You know, it would be really good if you could get, like, Steve Wynn, maybe, you know, those kind of people. Those would be interesting people, because I think people are interested, maybe not, maybe just show business people are interested in this, but the state of Vegas, will it come back, you know, that kind of thing. That's always fascinating to me. Has it been better And you know who you should have is Oscar Goodman on. Oh, Oscar. The old... He would be fantastic. The mayor of, a longtime mayor of Las Vegas. You know who you should have on, honest to God? Who? He's a character. Marty Allen. He's 90 years old. He was still still. alive. He has a fantastic act still. You cannot believe how, he dances on the stage at the end of the whole thing. (laughs) So he's still got a full head of hair? I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. I'm all like, he's 90. I feel like, Oh, my God. And he's still so funny. So, so funny. Louie, 
We love you. We appreciate all your time. Thanks you. again. Behind the scenes, you've been so much help, uh, and we really appreciate the fact that you would be one of our very, very first guests. What? What do you? I appreciate. it. I my, wish you guys so much success. I love all of you. You know that. And um, I just think this is a great new adventure for all of you. And uh, I can't wait to see you all in person. Give you a big hug. The Tom Bernard Podcast is proud to donate a portion of our proceeds to the Smile Network. Find their banner on the upper right side of the homepage at TomBernardPodcast.com. Learn more about Smile Network and how they brought smiles to thousands of people around the world. Listen, I can't tell you how happy I am that you're doing this podcast. And I can't tell you how much, not just you, Tom, but all of your family has contributed to making me more successful and happier and feeling very, very loved. You're a great man. Thank you, Louie. We love you, pal. We love you, too. Thanks, Louie. We love you so much. We'll talk to you soon. This weekend. Bye, Andy. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect ending. Perfect ending right there. You're going to buy stuff online anyway. Support the podcast by going to TomBernardPodcast.com. Click on the Amazon banner on top. When you buy from Amazon through that banner, They give a small portion to the Tom Bernard podcast. Thanks for supporting the show.